Play my part, play my part. No one is around you. Yes, wait and review who. If you ain't running game, play my part, play my part. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day. It's now been two months of quarantine. A kingdom of isolation. And I'm very thankful to have this podcast. And I'm really glad you're here listening today. We've got a great episode. First up, let's do the numbers. My current body temperature is 98.3 degrees Fahrenheit. That's up 0.2% since last week. My current average daily step count is 5,668 steps a day. That's up 17.8% since last week. Screen time is also up 8.1%. And rolls of toilet paper are down to 4. That's a 20% decrease since last week. Today we have a very special guest on the show. Friend of the pod, solar energy professional, and creator of the legendary party Pazone Fest. We have Avalon Willows. We've been waiting for you all summer, and we're so glad you're finally here! Hello. Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you, happy to be here. Great, Uh, thanks for joining me today. First off, I thought we'd start with the Triple H Reflection, which is the high, the hell, and the hope for this week and the week coming up. What is your high for this past week? Okay. I moved from Hollywood to Highland Park, but basically South Pasadena. I found this really sick trail that I live in walking distance to, and I walked it yesterday and today. Ooh, that's good. Get the endorphins going. Mm, Yeah, and Polly's tired now. My dog... Excellent. I love a tired it's dog. Just, I, love, I love that puppy energy going down, baby. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a lot to handle with the puppy. <laughs> That's awesome, though. You have a trail and a new home. Uh-huh. And congratulations. And my, my eczema's clearing up. I'm sorry, I have two highs. It's been, it's been a pretty good week. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an eczema doctor. <laughs> His name is Dr. Metz. Dr. Metz. Let's all Google it. Dr. Him. Metz. M E T H, like the drug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Feel Hyper. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Hyper. <laughs> yeah. So, not only do you have an awesome trail by your new home, your eczema mm-hmm. is clearing up. Oh, yes. That is high, sick. high, high. Riding that high. <laughs> we got to acknowledge these highs in these dark times. It's true. What was your high? My high this week was jumping into the ocean during sunset on Thursday night. Ooh. Where, what beach did you go to? I went to Point Doom. I drove all the way oh, out to Malibu. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was the, fir- the first time I went to Malibu, I think, was Point Doom with you. Probably, yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's a great spot. Yeah, and, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. 
I jumped in and it was really cold and I got like pummeled by a wave and felt sort of scared. Mm-hmm. But then I I dunked my head and got that like satisfying feeling of just being totally covered, you know, like Yeah. <laughs> salt water. Uh, I bath. panic in that situation personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> That could lead us into our hell from this past week. Oh, what has got me great panic. My hell this week was learning that there is a dead bird hotline here in L.A. uh, Because West Nile virus is killing a lot of birds. To report a dead bird, press 1. To find a Thank you for calling to report a dead bird. Realizing that there's more than one virus in town was my yeah. hell this week. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Corona's really been pushed to the front, but it's also no different than any other years. Yeah, West Nile is thriving here in LA as well. <laughs> I'm sure of it. God, I have to be careful. There's also a lot more mosquitoes in my neighborhood. Oh yeah, wildlife. That's that's not quite my hell, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your hell? <laughs> my hell is moving. Moving mm. is hard. <laughs> I am lucky. I got to move in like midway through the month. And I didn't have to do it all in one day, but at the same time, it's like pretty awful. And uh, you know, I, I like I have to go back to my old apartment today in Hollywood, and I'm just like. <laughs> I didn't want to do that today. I'm not even unpacked here. Um, yeah, this is aside from all external, all externals in the the world right now. Of, of course, we're living in a hell, but <laughs> right, I still this have my a... own little hell. <laughs> yeah, we're all allowed to have our personal hells. <laughs> uh, so there's just like boxes everywhere, and um, uh. Yeah, at the same time, our landlord is, like, very particular about um, making sure all the, the floors are spotless and, um, you know, everything. There's, all, there's like, little nuances to, like, pretty much every little detail of this house. So it's mm. like, you can't leave water on the oak counter because it'll turn it black. But so you just have to, I'm, I'm just, like, in in a state of, like, unpacking and then worrying about, like, keeping this place looking like the fresh airbnb it once was uh yeah house rules <laughs> house rules maybe it's annoying when the house rules aren't written by the people who live in the house yes true <laughs> there are external house rules yeah landlord the lord of the land yeah <laughs> do you have a hope for next week you know, I hope coronavirus ends. I hope we find a cure. <laughs> I'm so sorry to laugh at your hope. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own hope because it's not going to happen. <laughs> but if I could hope for anything, I'd wish for a cure for coronavirus. I would have to say world peace. What's your hope for next week? Uh, my hope for next week is that I get it together enough to go through my closet and do the KonMari uh, doesn't spark mm. joy test. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I found out that there's a place downtown that's accepting and, in fact, in need of donations for clothing. What is it? Can you give it a shout out? It's called the Union Rescue Mission in downtown L.A. Mm. And they need men's, women's and children's clothing donations Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. I've been wanting to do this uh, since we've been locked down for like two months. Mm hmm. But Goodwill, where I usually drop stuff off, is all closed. So yeah. This was a. This is giving me hope that I can go through my closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe in you. Grazie, grazie. <laughs> Once you get into a groove, just put on a podcast and start doing it. I like to play my own podcast on a loop, Just listen so. to your own podcast. <laughs> I like to raise the stats. Mm, nice. <laughs> One million plays. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, I'll build the listenership. But I'm happy with uh, whoever is listening right now. Shout out. Shout, Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah. And we did get some listener voicemails. Oh, um, wow. Nice. So we got two calls this week. Uh, should we listen to some of those? I'd love to. Okay, here we go. Hey, Ben. This is Caressa. I'm based out of Seattle, Washington. I've been a long, long time fan of yours. was just calling to see and just ask you, do you have like a routine that you do daily um, to keep you out of that quarantine funk? Um, let me know because maybe I'll take up on some of that. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. I'm loving it. I'm living it. Have a great day. Woo. Love it. Thank you, Caressa. So we got the question, do we have a routine? I'm functioning on the weekly schedule. Every day I try to walk or at least leave my apartment. But mm -hmm. there's things I look forward to on each day of the week. Whether it be like a new episode of a show that I like or a FaceTime date or mm. um, on Fridays I calculate my net worth. Mm. <laughs> that lets me know where I'm at financially. <laughs> that's cool. I feel like that's something I need to incorporate into my life because... The weird thing about, like, working Monday through Friday during all of this is, like, you never, even even with that kind of, like, structure, you still don't know what day it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just yeah. kind of, like, it just kind of feels like you're on or you're off the whole week. And then you're, like, oh, shit, where did, where did time go? And, yeah, like, it... it it's still feeling like a vortex, but I'm just glad that I have like Polly to anchor me and she'll just be like, I want to go outside. She'll yeah. ring her little potty bells and I have to just like kind of drop everything and take her. Otherwise she'll, she'll pee all over these beautiful hardwoods. We don't want that. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, we've got another voicemail. Should, do you want to listen to that one? Mm -hmm. All right, let's play it. Hey, this is the goose man. And I have a question. Um, well, basically, 
you think I'm real? Thanks. Love the podcast. <laughs> is the Gooseman real? Is that is a really now? good question. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way they yelled at me, I felt like, oh, I'm they're there. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. way they yelled, hey. They're, they're a presence for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 scary because with the goose man, I hear you don't want to aggravate him too much. Yeah, it's like a Canadian goose. They will attack. They will attack. They, will, they have teeth, actually. The goose man has teeth. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's really... I, I wish I could report the goose man to the dead bird hotline. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little too scary for me. Oh, man. That is a great connection. Goose man, goose man. I wish there was a hotline where people would go out and kill birds for you. (laughs) There's a bird who's pissing me off. (laughs) Revenge. The bird revenge hotline. So this bird shat on me at the park. <laughs> Get him. They said it was good luck, but <laughs> I want revenge. I, I think he needs to suffer. <laughs> goose man, goose man. Um, <laughs> hang loose man. Hang As loose man. It's the classic children's uh Lullaby, Goose Man, Goose Man, Hang Loose Man, Good Night. <laughs> Get on the caboose, man. Ride into the night. <laughs> yeah, we all know that one. So, kind of cool uh, that the Goose Man called. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, honestly. It's a really, like, different podcast. Yeah. If anyone listening um, knows what the Goose Man looks like, if you could, you know, send a drawing or mm-hmm. even a poem describing what the Goose Man looks like. We all know that, like, taking a picture, documenting the Goose Man just makes him disappear. So it's better to just sketch him out. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, that's it for listener voicemails. Those are great. Uh, yeah, thank you for calling Caressa and the Goose Man. Um, if anybody wants to call for the next episode, the phone number is 513-463-7327. can leave a message, ask a question, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate all content. <laughs> Express yourself. Express yourself, yes. <laughs> Uh, moving on, we've got our food recommendation for the week. Avalon, do you have a food rec? Last night, I was I was walking with my compound mate Joe, and I was like, "Man, I have to I have to cook all this ground beef. I have a pound of ground beef I need to cook." And we just ended up making white people tacos. White people taco night. You mm. get the shells from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And the ground beef from the grocery store. <laughs> and the Ortega sauce. Oh, uh-huh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is white culture, sweeties. <laughs> the hard shells. The raw onions. The tomato. Yum. 
I we like white it, people taco night. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's a staple. It's it's nice, and you know, we, I think I realized that I need to have those Ortega shells in my pantry at all times. Excellent. I need to have taco seasoning in my pantry at all times. You know, you just yeah. have to like be ready for a taco night. I love that having being prepared for things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Uh, my food recommendation this week is frozen food, mm-hmm. such as frozen pizza and frozen burritos. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking frozen vegetables, and I'm like, mm, yes, picked at the peak of freshness. <laughs> Flash frozen. No. But pro and pro burrito are good, too. Yeah, um, they require one step to prepare, which mm. is it's good for me because sometimes I feel daunted by the idea of making a meal from scratch. Sure. So I just want to shout out the frozen section. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. What's your boys got there? It's a pizzone. That's huge. Mm, delicious. Mm-hmm. So. No. It's back. The Pizza Hut Pizzone is yours alone. Over one pound of melted cheese and tasty toppings baked in a pizza crust. A big eat for the tiny price of $5.99. You are the creator of Pizzone Fest. Uh, and what for people who don't know, what is Pizzone Fest? Pizzone Fest is the most fun party in the world, to my knowledge, in my personal experience. <laughs> um Pizzone Fest is a party, it's an art show, but it's not like, um, it's, it's very lowbrow. It's like a lowbrow art show party, um, with people doing one-off performances that, uh, fit in with like, sort of like a, a garbage aesthetic. Right. <laughs> I think it's so special to see people who you would normally see in one medium, like performing music and then have them turn around and do a comedy set or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the whole point of it is, is I, how I ask people there's, so there's like, you know, it's a party, but during the party, there's like, it's, it's sort of like a show and there's like a block of performances. Um, I try and keep the performances secret from like other performers and party guests as much as I can. Um, just so it's like, a, there's more of an element of surprise, but the way I go about it is I approach people, you mostly friends or like people who have been like, Oh, you should talk to this person about it. Um, so like friends of friends, but I'll approach them and be like, Hey, I really like your band. Um, but I don't want you to perform like your normal set. I want you to do this and here's, or like, I want you to do something that is different than what you usually do. And I'll, I'll send them like a vision board of just like a really like kind of overstimulating collage (laughs) of like uh, internet garbage. (laughs) 
what is the history of Pizone Fest? How did the party get started? <laughs> well, <laughs> this is a story I, I love to tell. So um, back in, God, like 2012, 2012 through like 2014 in Seattle, I had this Facebook presence uh, called Horsemeat Detox. And you know, you know. if you know, you know, um, she's kind of back low key, but uh, mm. <laughs> um, you, you might find her under her Christian name, Destiny Faith Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> she found God. Um, it was just sort of like, it was my Facebook, but it was what I would use to like play and interact with people over the internet. It was, she was kind of like a friendly troll. Um, right. Which was kind of like, I uh, spoke in exclusively typos. Um, you know, there was lots of storylines with her where she would like somehow hook this hot Italian guy. She got pregnant at one point. She had a, a boyfriend who, who um, was a much older man. And you just kind of got to see her life unfold these uh, in her language, <laughs> in stock photos. And uh, so anyways, she I <laughs> behind the mask. I will. I'll always refer to horse meat as G because it's kind of it was. It's anytime I'm channeling it, it's like uh, it's like what's their name? Abraham Hicks. I'm like I'm just I'm just being the vessel for <laughs> horse meat. I'm just letting horse meat go through the fingers. <laughs> um. So uh, horse meat. I got all these invitations for this this party called pizza fest in Seattle. And I know the people behind it put a lot of work into it and it was never any disrespect meant, but I kept getting these Facebook invitations for it. And it's like, you're invited to pizza fest. So-and-so invited you to pizza fest. And I'm like, mm, maybe I'll go to that. I clicked maybe. And over the course of like a month or two, I feel like every day I would check and it would be like, so-and-so posted in pizza fest. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, this is getting this is getting a lot. This is before you log into Facebook and you'd have like 20 notifications just by default. Right. And notifications so like, meant something oh, at one point. It, it, it used to mean something, man. <laughs> Facebook notifications. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I check it and be like, yes, someone's someone's like goofing up with me online, but it'd be like, oh no, this this post in the best and. It's almost made. like being spam. But I was like, oh, I can like use this as an opportunity to create a bizarro Facebook event where I make the event a year ahead or in advance of from now. I invite two hundred people, like pretty much all of Horsemeat's friends, put on the event invite and I started just posting like, you know, Andy the child mime will be performing outside of Pizone Fest for quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Only at Pizone Fest, don't miss it. It's gonna be hot. Or like this all bass band, like the the slapping daddies are gonna be <laughs> are gonna be performing on the pepperoni stage at five PM. Don't miss it. <laughs> and I don't what is a Pizone? Oh, I'm so sorry. 
Epizone is Pizza Hut's version of the calzone. <laughs> it's like if you got a pizza, but it were twice as thick and mostly crust. <laughs> a lot of bread. A lot of bread. It's a, it's a carb treat for sure. <laughs> but, you know, p- pizza took, like, I wanted to go from, like, pizza to, like, a shitty version of pizza because it was kind of like a shitty version of of this festival that was also happening. (laughs) It's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, I love it. And uh, I wasn't originally even going to have a party. It was going to be just, like, a Facebook invitation forever. But then I think, like, a bunch of stuff happened. I was going through, like, a really rough breakup. And I was like, I kind of need something to keep me keep me going I need a project yeah I don't think I thought I don't think I had a job when I was going through that and I was like I need I need a project to work on and I'm like I should just make this I should make this I should make Pizone Fest real I have to throw Pizone Fest and I did it was a house party but it was so fun I was <laughs> it there Vange was <laughs> there it was and, insanely well decorated. Oh, thanks. I, I went to Party City a lot. I went to Vine American when I visited here before I lived here. And uh, yeah, then there was like a hiatus for another three years. And I did another Pizone Fest in 2018. Oh, I can't believe it was that long ago. And that one was like at a DIY space in Seattle. And that was like very well attended so many people were there um and it was just like a more extreme version because we actually had a stage instead of like a basement and so now it's it's more of a formal like it's it's more of a formal party and it's once a year strictly um so we've gone over what Pizone Fest is the history Mm -hmm. of Pizone Fest and what inspired you to throw Pizone Fest? You were kind of like, you felt like you just needed to make this real. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was just like, I was feeling so, so kind of like crazy. <laughs> I, I was feeling like I, like nothing, like everything that I had been holding on to for you know there, there were a lot of things that happened in my life around that time and I felt like I was holding holding tight to a lot of things that just kind of fell out from under me and I was like well I'm just gonna keep riding this freaky wave and like <laughs> I'm, I'm just like fuck it I'll I'll have this this party that I was never gonna have <laughs> and let's yeah. just see what happens was, yeah an experimental party that has mm-hmm. been very well received I say experimental and like highly intentional. I think intention is a really big part of it. It's a party where everybody feels welcome and there's so much intention put in like the work of, I put a lot of work into like the experience that people who come to the party have that every other like contributing artist does too. Like it's all with like the elements of surprise and like the, um the space how it's decorated it's just like meant to it's all very intentional and it's meant to just like make people laugh and have a really good time yeah I think you're very successful at that thank you 
And how would you describe the Pizone Fest aesthetic? Mm, I kind of mentioned before how it's like, it's sort of like the garbage. I use that word, but it's, it's kind of like the garbage that I've collected through all of my experiences <laughs> of like, you know, growing up, like being like a latchkey kid and, and growing up on weird VH1 countdown shows or like, <laughs> or, you know, like dating shows. It's like that aesthetic and, um, and then just like being a child of the internet and kind of spending a lot of time online since I was a kid and, and how that sort of warped my brain, but then also sort of like this twisted Facebook aesthetic too, that you just kind of like find in the wild on Facebook. Definitely. I think now that like more, more older people are on Facebook, it's a lot more visible. <laughs> and so it's kind of, it's kind of fun to be back on Facebook again. And like, you find like all these, these page and it's like, I was on, I was exploring a lot of ones the other day called grandma funnies. Aww. And it's like, just like grandmas who post jokes, but it's just like, it's like sassy old lady cartoons. And so it's like a little bit of that sprinkled in. Yeah. Yeah. The internet hype surrounding the party is like just as important as the party. It's still, it's me like being on my I mean, before it was like the Facebook event. Now it's kind of more like Instagram just because there's there's more people there. Um, but it, it is just like me probably like stoned at home on my phone finding stock photos of like like um, a child mime <laughs> like, <laughs> or like a, like some some guy some like mixologist guitarist <laughs> like yeah but 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 it is like that's what kind of ramps up and gets people ready for like the aesthetic of the party itself <laughs> totally it's like I remember going to parties and then like the pictures from the party are like the second wave of the party mm-hmm. but Pazone Fest like most things turns that on its head and it's like the anticipation of the party mm -hmm. is part of it <laughs> oh my god that's a really good point <laughs> yeah yeah whereas for that pizza fest that kind of sparked it all the anticipation was not it was annoying <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. Like, I'll go to this thing to get some free pizza, but like, please stop <laughs> posting. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's, that's the other interesting part about it is like, when it's happening, there really aren't that many pictures that come out of the night, or at least like, like tagged photos that I've seen. You know, yeah, like most people are like fully engaged. Yeah, that's that's the, like such a magical part of it is like I'm never looking at my phone, and like most people, I like the, my my biggest thing is like it's been really hard for me to document it mm -hmm. and like pitch it to to spaces that I want to throw it at or something like or even just like yeah, just just sort of like compile information because there really aren't too many photos of it it's just I kind of have to rely on the pictures that other people take I'm like famously terrible at documenting 
all this work that I do. Yeah. Well, good thing there's a trail on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's hashtags. Everyone hyped. Yeah. Yeah. There's hashtags. There's the there's the account itself. But yeah, right. I come out of it with like very few photos and videos, and I think a lot of other people do because you're just like too busy having fun. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, do you have a favorite Pizone Fest memory? I mean, the first one was just so magical because I didn't really know what to expect. I had never, I, I had like organized shows and, and things like that before, but I wasn't really like, um, yeah, the, this thing I just kind of like threw together, but like seeing how much fun everyone had was incredible. Yeah. Very cool. Um, will there be a fourth fest? That's a good question. I want there to be, but I don't know when we're going to be able to party again. Dude. This is a bummer, man. That's, uh, that's a bummer. You know, maybe this month coronavirus will be cured. and <laughs> Maybe next week. <laughs> and as we I hope. Another party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then when I introduced you, I um, I mentioned that you're a solar energy professional. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned that you've been working all week and or, you know, not all week. You mentioned that you've been working throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, um, is there crossover between your job and solar energy and your art practice or how do they relate? Mm. I don't think that there's really much of a crossover between like the work that I'm doing for the solar company, like in in terms of content. But I think there's a, having a job like that has made me like way more organized and way more like I, I use, I work on Pizone Fest the way that I would work on a project at work which I feel like I've really fine-tuned through this job. That's so it does awesome. make, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's, it's nice to have that skill and, like, have it be relatable. And, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I am, like, putting everything into a spreadsheet. I'm, like, creating deadlines for myself. And I'm just, like, I'm, I'm way more together with a job I I used to like have this thought that oh if I if I have a full-time job I won't be able to work on art but I feel like first for my personality at least it's kind of the opposite Mm -hmm. like if I if I don't have the stability of a full-time job it's a lot harder for me to just be like yeah I'm just gonna like goof around do my thing (laughs) it's like the more professional your day-to-day the more professional your art practice totally yeah yeah cool our next segment is what you've all been waiting for we've got bitch of the week as researched by my younger sister rosie 
This week's bitch of the week is beaker-looking-ass bitch Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky. As unemployment crests 20%, the U.S. Senate is on vacation. In other words, during America's hour of need, the Senate is taking its regularly scheduled week-long Memorial Day recess. That is... Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Why do some people get a day and some people get a week? Yeah, that's not fair. We all want a week. Hmm. Yep. For Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, this break is just fine. He sees no urgency in the matter. McConnell has openly questioned the need for further corona relief spending and has stated that enhanced unemployment benefits will not be extended beyond July. That's terrible news for me personally. Even as America's economy and citizens are ravaged by the pandemic, the death toll is set to reach over 100,000 people this month. Mitch McConnell cannot be bothered. Like a leech on the ass of America, bitch McConnell has been sucking for over 30 years. (laughs) You know who he reminds me of? Who? Okay, he looks like... And I feel like maybe someone said this on the internet before, so I'm sorry if I'm ripping you off, but he looks like... Like, uh, you know, in The Master of Disguise, when he says, Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> he looks like that. You a bitch! Well, I hope there will be a fourth fest soon. Oh, me too. Me too. And I want to thank you for being on the pod. Thank you. This was so fun. <laughs> yeah, it was great to talk to you. And Yeah, I miss you. I hope you're well. I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, just kind of chugging along every day. And this has been, yeah. a, this podcast has been a good way for me to focus. And this podcast is your Pazanfest. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, Vanja's Pod. And mm-hmm. I think it'll be growing. And this is by far going to be the longest episode so far. So. Sick. Hopefully Honored. people will listen and yeah. <laughs> and um, all right, we'll leave you with this.